Welcome to the Fulfilled After 50 podcast. I am your host, Alice Edgerton, and on this podcast, we are the filling station for creating a life you desire and deserve and being fulfilled to be the best you can be in this season of life. We talk about daily inspiration, encouragement, uplifting for you each and every week. Hello, everybody. We have a really special guest for you today. Hello, Valerie. Hello, Alice. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, um, everybody, this is Valerie Hyland. I hope I said that correctly. So I'm just going to let you introduce yourself, Valerie, to all of our lovely ladies in here. And I have been just anticipating having you on. And it's just sort of ironic what is happening now in the world because we set this up. (laughs) Very timely, huh? So timely. So I'm just going to let you take it away and introduce yourself and tell all these lovely ladies who you are and, you know, what your background is. And that would be fantastic. Okay, excellent. Thank you so much. I'm I'm excited to be here. So um, I'm Valerie Hyland, and I have been for the last 18 years, I've been a top level business growth coach. And within the last couple of years, I started to transition to do more mindset coaching for a lot a lot of it for women because it's really the thing that changed my life so many years ago and um it it just is something that people don't study in school they most people don't study it anywhere and i can honestly tell you that um it was the transforming part of my life so so today you know we we are all facing uncertainty we've got a lot of fear we have a lot of um Uh, stress going on. And the global crisis has really shifted what we were worried and thinking about and focused on a month ago to something totally outside the realm of anything that we ever expected. So while the training today was supposed to be mostly focused on mindset for your group who are facing perhaps a new phase of their life and they're looking to see what comes next, I think that what I'm going to cover today is is going to be really, really pertinent for both their personal life, what they want to do to reinvent themselves moving forward, and also um, how to handle the stress and how how to face what what we're all facing now uh, to get the best possible outcomes. I mean, we can't control what's happening. So um, what I'll tell you for sure is consciously changing the way you think is is the most valuable, accessible, it is the way to change your life, okay? So your mind and your thoughts is what impacts every single thing that shows up in your life. So, um, you know, man's greatest strength is his mind. And his greatest ability is to problem solve. You know, so that's what we're meant to do. And so the way we better problem solve is to get rid of our stories and to start to ask better questions. And I, that was a big takeaway. I, I worked as a business coach. I've worked for Tony Robbins as a coach. And the very first live event that I went to um, of Tony's, 
that was my big takeaway that I wrote down in capital letters across the front of my, my notebook was if you ask better questions, you'll get better answers, but we get so stuck yes. in rerunning the same tapes that we think the same thoughts and we, we rehash those same tapes and the same stories and they don't serve us, but we don't think we can change them. Okay. So, um, mindset shifts are going to help you find solutions that from where you're sitting right now, right at this moment, seem totally impossible. And, um, so, so what is mindset? Mindset is basically all of the beliefs or truths that you hold, either about yourself, others, and the world around you. Okay, so, so mindset comes from your thoughts. So thought is everything, everything starts as thought. And um, your thoughts have an energy to them. And all thought is energy. And so this is your non-physical realm. This is your inner being that you have to tap into because this energy of your mind is actually the most powerful force on earth other than the okay. ocean. I mean, it, it really is. And so we, we tend to focus ourselves on our outer being, what we can see and feel and touch. And, and so what we can verify with our eyes. But what we're missing tapping into is this ginormous, limitless source energy that's there to serve us. But we have to tap into it through our mindset. And so we're, we're an extension of that non-physical source. So if you think about it, every single solitary thing that has ever, ever been invented started as thought. Okay. So it was thought backed by either a person or a group of people's beliefs that something better, something different was possible. And so if you think about over a hundred years ago, who would have thought that we would have had the telephone, that we could literally and even a cell phone. I mean, you think about the difference between how everything has evolved. I don't know how any of those things work, but I yeah. use that source every day, a million yeah. times a day. Okay, so so somebody who came up with that and has evolved it over time, it's become more and more sophisticated. How has that changed our world and our sense of, you know, oh, well, I can talk to somebody in, you know, Florida today, you know, I'm, I'm talking to reaching all of you who would think about air travel and how that would open up our world as possibilities. Who would have yes, thought that yes. it's possible to send men to the moon? I mean, who thinks that stuff, right? Not only did they send them there, right. but they were able to keep them safe and bring them home, which is even more amazing. So the reason I'm giving you those examples is those are extreme examples of something we're all using all the time that we take for granted, but they all were seemingly impossible feats. Okay, so somebody started with, with the thought that, hey, how could we make this possible? And so as people, um, I think they say that most people only use, I think it's 10%. It's a very small percentage of your uh, capabilities. So if we're wasting 90%, the way we access all of that is through our thoughts and our mindset. Okay, so, so when the people went to the moon, 
or when they said, you know, let's put somebody, let's put man on the moon, they didn't know how to do it. So um, it's interesting as women, we're problem solvers in our families. Like, oh, I can get, you know, I mean, you can come up with, you know, they always say uh, necessity is the mother of invention. So women are resourceful and problem solvers in their families, but they shrink so many times when it comes to themselves. Right. I don't know why we do it or where we learned it. Yeah. But we think small, we play small, we buy into our, our stories. So, so most people are, are, pretty unaware of how to tap into this um, this mindset. So um, so many of these women are, are facing, you know, a new chapter. And so what, what you're looking for is, you know, during the the look for the search for something different, better and satisfying and a happier life is that, you know, you kind of reiterate Oh, you know, life isn't as fun anymore. The kids are gone or nobody needs me. And we start getting in these stories that life is kind of over. And when you flip your mind, this is the perfect time. Hey, I gave it the office kind of thing. I gave my all to all the family and the kids. I, I was, I did what I could there. Now it's my time. You know, this is, I have, how many years left do most people right. have at this stage to be able to tap into, reinvent yourself? Exactly. Yeah. And I can actually remember the day that I sat down and said to myself, I can literally picture this as my life is over as I know it. And the best of life is probably over, or I get to see this as a clean slate. And that clean slate was up right. to me. Okay. But I was never going to fill it to its maximum yeah. unless I really worked on my mindset. So, um, so right. this, this applies to the current. So some of that. I'm sorry. Do some of, do you some of that to like women losing really what part of their purpose is? Yes. Yeah. We lose our identity. We give up our power. I mean, in my generation, you know, you gave up your power to the husband. My husband made uh, all the big money. He lost the big money. He made big money. He was making the decisions and I didn't feel like I had the power. And I just never pictured myself as being super, super capable. And so it was a big shift that after he passed away, and I'll, I'll get into that a little bit further on I'll tell you a little bit about that I mean I, when I looked at that clean slate it was like okay if it's to be it's up to me and do I want to play small or do I want to start to study and learn new tools that I can maximize what I'm supposed to be doing here okay and so um you know this may be your your perfect time to reinvent yourself but your your thoughts about the process need to change in order to maximize that potential. So a lot of women too, we tend to think about what we think we could do or, you know, what we're capable of instead of what we really want. And so, you know, I always urge everybody dream big. The universe is out there to answer your call. You know, I mean, we're all meant for something bigger. So, so each one of us is connected to that, that non-physical power that can help us get there. And some of us, 
refer to this as God or source or however you call it. But the key is, is that we're, we're meant for limitlessness. We're meant to be in power for ourselves. And um, so we need to tap into that energy instead of settling. So a friend of mine introduced me to the, the, the uh, study of mindset, law of attraction, and so on, at a time that I was in a really severe crisis. My husband had just passed away, and he left me in over $150,000 in debt. I lost my home that we had just built. Um, oh I, yeah, I mean, it was major crises, and I had no clue, no clue at that point, Alice, how I would survive, let alone thrive. I mean, thriving was way off the scope. I mean, my first focus was just to figure out um, how I would survive. I, I was a stay-at-home mom for many years, and my kids were just getting to the point where they were out of the house. And um, I didn't know what my talent was. I didn't know what my purpose was. And um, so what I'll tell you is that within just a couple of months of really starting to study mindset work and law of attraction and controlling my thoughts and changing my energy, miracles started to show up and stuff that, as they say, the, the rest is history. And since then, I have literally read hundreds and hundreds of books. So I encourage everybody, if you don't like the place you're at, and if you're feeling stuck, read some books, spend some time on this, listen to some podcasts, this get a coach. I mean, there's so many resources out there and people have figured this out and there's action steps. There's literally action steps you can take to help this be faster. So um, since that time, I mean, I have coached with um, some of the top coaches in the world. I have purchased a home in Arizona. I have paid off the mortgage on my house in New Hampshire. I've totally renovated that house. I've been able to travel the world. I have created a six-figure income and this was little old me. I am an average person. Okay, so I had no clue how to do it. I had low self-esteem. Um, I actually lost my husband, my house, and my mother all within three months of each other. So it wasn't easy. But it was possible. Yeah. Possible, possible. And so when I started, I mean... I was like a lot of people are right now with this crisis coming on. I mean, I was, I was desperate feeling. I was hopeless feeling. I was scared stiff. I was broke. Um, I was depressed. I was grief stricken. And I was starting over really at the age where some of your women in your group are right now, where my friends were thinking of retiring and I was hitting the ground running. You know, so I know, so the reason I'm telling you my ah. story is if it's possible for me, it is possible for anybody. You know, it, it really, really is. So how old were you? I was 51 when I started over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I had no support system. I had no family around. My parents were gone. I had no brothers or sisters. So it was, it, again, it was, I, I mean, I was in a desperate situation. So that added motivation. But the point is that you don't have to be desperate to make the changes. Make them when you're not desperate, you know, step into it. 
I'd love to give you an analogy. And I just thought of this the other day. So I'm sitting here right now and I have a sliding glass door right here and I have a backyard. What's the getting feedback? Can you hear me? I can hear you. You're you're sort of coming and going sometimes. Oh, I wonder if that's internet or whatever. I don't usually have a problem. Oh, I wonder if that's internet or are you getting an yeah, echo? You're good now. Okay. All right. So here's the analogy. So from where I'm sitting right now, I'm looking outside my sliding door. And I want you to imagine that you were sitting someplace and you're looking in your backyard and your backyard has all been tilled over and it's all garden. And right now from where you're sitting, everything in your garden is just weeds. That's all you can see. So you're desperate for food, you want food, but you look out in your garden and all that's out there right at this moment is weeds. There are no little shoots coming up. There's no starter things or whatever. And now imagine that your garden on the three sides and the back of your house is surrounded by a 12 foot brick wall, a solid brick wall, okay? so. What I'm thinking is that on the other side of that brick wall is all of the abundance that we can tap into, all of the resources, all of the possibility. So on the other side of that wall, there's really limitless food, limitless farms and streams and trees, fruit trees growing and whatever, but we can't see it. So the walls that we're putting up are just the walls in our mind, just because we can't see ourselves being able to accomplish something, or we don't see opportunities opening up for ourselves, or we don't see solutions, it doesn't mean they're not there. And at the time, I mean, I was into victim mode at the time. I, I was believing all my stories of limitation and I wasn't smart enough. I wasn't talented enough or whatever. But all of those were really just in my mind. And if you had tried to tell me from where I was sitting in crisis that all of that was possible for me, I would argue with you and say, I don't believe you that it's out there but it is, but the place you have to find it first is in your mind. Does that make sense? So it does totally. I love that. Yeah. So the average person has over 70,000 thoughts a day. And so for women, especially, it seems many, many of those are negative and they're the same thoughts that we sometimes that we play over and over and over again. And so here's the here's a formula that to me is is so simplistic but it is so true and I might encourage you all to write it down. Here we go. Okay, so it is your thought. Your thoughts create your beliefs. Okay, so your beliefs tell you what you think is true, what you think is false, what you think is possible for you, what you think is impossible. And 
so that's the core. So if your thoughts are in a certain way, then your belief becomes whatever it is. And then your beliefs create your action steps or your lack of action steps. Okay, so, and then your action steps or your lack of action steps determine your outcomes and your outcomes are your life. Okay, so, yeah. So, you know, I mean, you could use this, you know, I know you work with a lot of people in, in, with, with food or people wanting to lose weight or whatever. So let's say your thought is, uh, you know, I've seems like I've been overweight forever. Okay. So your next belief might be nothing works for me. I've tried every diet, nothing works. I can't control my cravings. I can't make the right choices. I don't know what's wrong with me, but nothing works for me. Um, I think I'm just meant to, this is just how I am. So then those beliefs become your truths. They're not the truth. They're not the truth, they're just your truths, right? And so those truths yes. then lead you to either um, you know, to take an action step or not take an action step. So those, those truths would lead you to say, it's hopeless. It doesn't make sense for me to invest in this program and try to lose weight. Nothing's going to work for me. No, somebody else could have a right. thought that right. says, I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of being overweight and I need to do something about it. So they start with a different thought. So if you can change your thought, then their belief is maybe they, so there's a lot of ways that thought could go. So maybe their thought becomes, um, if so-and-so could do it on that program, maybe I'll succeed. You know, it doesn't make sense to give up. Think how proud I'll be if I finally conquer this. You start to create new beliefs that lead to possibility of taking an action step that would say, all right, you know what? I am going to commit to this new program and I am going to lose this weight no matter what. And so the person that commits, you know, you and I know, I mean, weight loss isn't rocket science. It takes the mindset and the commitment. Anybody can do it. So the, the same is true of other, yes. other things, but it all starts with the thought, okay? And so it actually, science has, has done studies that say that if you can hold a better thought for even 16 seconds, you will start to access a different energy that puts you in a different place. Okay, so, so we know that our, our brain is an energetic source, okay? So your brain is really like an energy field that attracts the things that are a match for it. So when the, the thought was, I'm tired of being overweight and I'm, I, I'm going to find a solution, the, the thoughts, those beliefs started to show up that were energetically a match for the vibration that those thoughts started with. And so it's it's a really so that's where you have to examine you know what your outcome is. So when when you've got your 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 thought in one way and it's not working for you, um, 
you've got to try to switch the 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 the, the um, switch. So another thing that I would use as a skill that that is it's really proven by science is that your thoughts have an emotion that's attached to them. So let's take it's the person that said, you know, you know, I. I've never been able to lose weight, uh, you know, nothing seems to work for me, then you have an emotional response to that thought. And that thought probably doesn't have a great feeling to it. You know, it feels like failure or what's wrong with me or frustration or disappointment or whatever. Okay. And so it has a vibration to it. So here's another another tool to use anytime you've got a thought that doesn't feel good the red flag needs to pop up that's when you have to change your thought okay so if your your emotion to a thought feels good your mindset is in the right place and you're starting to work on solutions versus staying stuck in your problem so, you know, I, I mean, so we're not our problems. We're the thinker of our problems. You know, the problems are all outside of ourself. And the way to solve them is by changing our thoughts about them. And, um, and that's true of any current circumstance. I mean, other than national disasters and things that are so outside of our control, but for the most part, we give up our control and our power um, over a lot of things that we have total control over if we, if we change our thinking. So your circumstances are part of your journey, but they don't define where you end up. They're not your end result. Okay. So um, so this is, I was thinking about this, and I don't know how many of you have, have read the book by Viktor Frankl. Um, as a man thinketh, I think was the title of his book. But he was the famous psychologist and, and author who was a prisoner of war during the Holocaust. And he learned firsthand. I mean, he what he came out of there was, was that every single thing, and this is kind of pertinent right now with this crisis, everything can be taken away from man except one thing, his mind, his power, of, the power of his mind. And um, so when you work on your mindset, you're able to consciously choose your response to any situation. And that's the key word that I would give people as a takeaway, consciously. So that's where when those red flags come up with that thought didn't feel good, or that sounded negative, that that's not going to get you to where you want to go. It's the conscious mastery of what you're thinking. So well, you'll have to do things differently and be willing to get out of your comfort zone and so on. But all of us can do it. And, and there's a there's a process yeah. that people can use to get there that's going to change their lives. And um, you know, I, I think this global crisis is proof. You know, if you had if you had told people six months ago that in a couple of months you are going to have to give up every single activity, your kids are going to be home, or 
you're not going to be able to go to work. You're not going to be able to drive to the supermarket. You're not going to be able to go to the gym or fly on a plane or do whatever. And you're going to have to stay in your house for four weeks, six weeks, two months. We don't know how long. We would have told you that it was impossible. We couldn't do it, right? Because we couldn't imagine it from where we were. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You couldn't imagine what we're facing right now. It's unfathomable. But um, guess what? As soon as it became important enough to us, what did we do? We changed our thinking about it, right? And and we're finding solutions. We're finding workarounds. We're doing things online and we're ordering our groceries and we're we're exercising in our living room. And um, we're focused now only on solutions, right? And guess what? The solutions are popping up. So, um, so just because you haven't been able to do it yet doesn't, doesn't mean anything. And, um, you know, the other thing is that another proof is that two people, I mean, we all know these, Alice, that two people, you can hear two people who have faced the exact same circumstances. They're, you know, they're a young mother of three and their husband has passed away suddenly and they're left with whatever, or there's somebody who's become paralyzed or whatever. We know two people, there are stories of examples of people who have faced any kinds of challenges and the big lessons are in the big challenges. And if you can take the takeaways from some of these big stories and bring them into your personal life for like how you want to reinvent yourself, the formula is the same. But you know that there are people that face the exact same crises. One used it as inspiration and one used it to have a life of desperation. And the only difference was how they thought through what they could do. So, so it's all possible. And um, so, you know, there's, there's so much you can do. There's books you can read, as I said. And um, the first thing is just to decide that you're going to really start to tap into the possibility of a different form of thinking. And, you know, fear and worry are negative emotions. They rob you of today. They they serve no purpose. They've never solved or prevented anything ever, ever, ever. And, and they rob you of your, your, what you can control. So right now, today, and in, in all of the situations that we have, the only thing you can control is your thoughts but your thoughts will lead to the outcomes. So I hope that, you know, that this has given yeah. you some, some food for thought for you ladies. And, um, you know, there's, there's so much more that, you know, that are very specific action steps that you can take. And um, most people will tell you when times are tough, when they're, when they're really in fear that they can't control their thoughts. But but you can by shifting and, and incrementally trying to move that emotion away from, from fear. So 
I hope that everybody has a couple of takeaways. So I hope you'll list a couple of things that you want to have show up in your life. Write down what are some of the thoughts that you're having a, around those possibilities right now? Like, I'd, oh, I would love to do this, but. So anytime you put that word but in there, what are you doing? You're taking yourself back to why you can't do it. Yes. Okay, so, you know, use some of the tools that are out there. And um, this is something that I, I help people with all day long. If any of your members feel like they're really, really serious about this and want to learn more about, you know, how to get there faster, I'm here for, you know, to people can reach out to me and I'd love to be able to help um, change some of your lives. So any questions? I love that, Valerie. There is a little bit of a delay. Oh, okay. I'm going to come over here because there, yeah, there's a little bit of delay. So I'm not sure, you know, where it's coming from, but um, that was amazing. And as that book, As a Man Thinketh, I have that one. And also The War of Art is an amazing book as well. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. And then I have there's so many good books out there and the i mean you've got to spend some time on this if you want something different it's just like if you wanted to learn to play tennis you wouldn't just sit home and say gee i wish i could play tennis you'd have to put some time and effort into figuring out how the game is played the mindset game has some rules to it and there's tools that that help you and all of these books or podcasts or whatever yes help yeah so yes. I, I, I hope that yeah, you know, everything you want to walk. I'm sorry. Like every time, like I go on a walk, it's a podcast. Every time I hop in the car, it's a podcast. It's like podcasts are amazing if you're listening to the right ones, right? Yeah. It's like use your time wisely. Don't settle for where your life is right now. This is the perfect time to figure out. Yes. You know, if I could have anything or be anything or do anything, what would it be? And how do I get there? Right. Right. You know? So as we leave them, Valerie, because I love what you touch on um, at, with the age and not defying ourselves with the age. And if there is somebody that's listening and they're like, I don't know what my purpose is anymore. Can you give them like one thing to lead them on how to write down maybe something, you know, I find that when I journal and I write things down, some of the gifts I'm good at and some of the things that I just love to do, sometimes that leads me to maybe what part of my purpose is as well. But can you give them any anything that might would help them discover what that is because there is yes. so much yes. left of life yes yes so i have a couple of comments one when people are saying i'm too old or their age is a factor that is absolutely false it is made up it has nothing to do unless you're going to want to become a world-class um athlete like a gymnast and you're 50 you know maybe you could become a world-class senior gymnast but there are limitations but otherwise change it say you know what 
my age is is right now a benefit. I've got free time. I've got experience. I've gained confidence. I um, I am resourceful. This is I have wisdom. Turn it into a benefit. So change your story. Flip it around. It absolutely is false. There are people online all the time. I see people who have become weight weight trainers, you know, weightlifters, bodybuilders at age 70, and people who become models at age 70. I actually became a model on QVC at age 52. And and I'm short and no. whatever. It's, I was old, I had never modeled before, but it was a source of income at the time. So age does not factor into it. In terms of giving you a tip oh on how to find gosh, out, I love that. it's kind of funny, but, um, in terms of minds of terms of finding your purpose, ask sources out there. So I don't know if people have read the book, ask and is given when I didn't know what my purpose was. I had been telling myself for 15 years or more, gee, I don't know why, but I can't seem to figure out what it is I'm supposed to be doing with my life. And I kept saying it over and over and over again. And I had proof that it was true. So I didn't think I was being negative. I thought I was just stating fact. As soon as I started studying the law of attraction and mindset work, I shifted what I was saying to this. I said, I know everybody has a purpose and I am not the most brilliant person. I, I, I certainly know I'm not gonna be a rocket scientist, but everyone's a purpose. There's something that I'm meant to be doing. And I'm affirming that somehow it is being revealed to me. From sources known and unknown, the expected and the unexpected. So it's whether I read an article or I meet a person or whatever happens. I'm just affirming that that I'm discovering what my purpose is. I'm telling you, not three weeks later, three weeks after years of saying I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Three weeks later, I happened to meet this woman who is a coach. Things started to unfold. Like all these miracle coincidences that I know weren't coincidences started to show up and my new life was created. It was crazy miracles. So I would ask source to just lead you for signs, show you the way, give you a divine download if you want. The other tip that I would give you for that is to, to look at what you love to do or that you're good at naturally? Are you great at arranging flowers? Are you great at writing poems? Are you great at, at organizing closets? Are you great at, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be anything. Planning hikes for your family or whatever. But think about what you're good at that you like to do naturally or what you love to do as a kid usually leaves clues. What were you doing as a kid that was your thing like some people love to play nurse and some people love to cook and some people love to be outside exercising and so you know what some people loved english class look for what you liked in your youth and the third thing i would leave you with is a suggestion is ask your friends your friends know what you're good yeah. at you know what you're good at but you don't want to claim it and own it and brag about it. but your friends know what you're yes. good at so if you ask your yes. friends, if I asked my 10 closest friends, the things that they say that I am best at, I guarantee you almost everything on each person's list would be identical. 
So there's clues in that. Amazing. What can you do? What do your friends tell you you're good at? Isn't it what you're doing? Cooking. Cooking. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yes. Well, you have been such a delight, Valerie. I love just talking with you. I'd like to listen to you all night long. You're just an amazing person. I just so appreciate that your time that you gave in here to these ladies. And can you just tell them where to reach you? Do you have a website or how can they have, get in I touch with you? I've never needed a website. I have built a six-figure income without a website. So if you're telling yourself you couldn't start your business because you don't have a website, that's a lie too. <laughs> so the people find me. So you can find me on Facebook. You can you can message me on Facebook um, just under my name and reach out to me there. I'd be happy to connect with anyone. And um, I, I really have enjoyed having the opportunity to share a little bit about what changed my life. And, and it just I just hope that at, at least one or two of your people that this is really going to inspire them to change the way they're thinking about themselves and about yeah. their possibilities. And step into your power, girls. Step into your power. I love that. Thank you so much, Valerie. Also, if you are a woman that's entering 50 and over, come over to our private Facebook group, Fulfilled After 55.0. It's a great, great group of positive, encouraging, uplifting women that are in there. And if you have not subscribed to this podcast, subscribe now, guys. It, we come to you, I come to you every single week. Uh, usually on Mondays, you will get a new podcast and something to help you in your daily life. So have a great, great Monday or whenever you are listening to this, go out, be a world change maker. Have a great day. Many blessings to you.